Welcome to What Are We Even Doing? I'm your host, Rochelle, and each week I talk to interesting people about what we're making, reading, watching, creating, and doing. This week I'm talking to Ray Amiette and Brandon Heyman about pivoting, building each other up, and putting in the time. Enjoy! Good morning. I'm so excited to be talking to you guys. Yes, we are excited. Heck yes. This is going to be so fun. It's the first podcast we've ever actually been on. Oh, wow. Nice. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, we've hosted them, but we've never been on another Mm -hmm. one. Yeah. Yeah, I I was going to say, Rochelle, you are one of, like, you were one of the first patrons, I feel like. Mm-hmm. For the R so I just feel like uh, I don't know, like there's a soft place in my heart for you. Oh, thank you. I I feel the same about you because I really love art stew, and I think your podcast is so cute, and I just love your dynamic. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, thank you. You guys have great chemistry. <laughs> oh, thank good. you. That's good. And. And I really enjoyed the podcast so far. So this will be, I guess, episode three. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You're, it's harder you're to get leaps and bounds above what a beginning of a podcast should be. Oh, you think so? It's really hard to get guests to, to come on. I've oh, been yeah. reaching out to people. They and, get nervous? Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. They need to um, suck it up and... That's you should tell tough. them that the <laughs> dynamic is really relaxed, which you might tell them that. But that's that's why I love your podcast so much already. Oh, is it's not you. like awkward silences or like ask a question and then, and then they answer and then ask another question. Like it's very much a, a back and forth kind, which is my favorite kind. So. Yeah, me too. And that's what I wanted because I listen to a lot of podcasts about creative people, but it's almost always about business yeah. and like, wait, you know, business tricks and hacks and and it's like you know i care about that a little bit but Uh i mostly want to know what people are doing yeah yeah and you guys seem to be doing a lot of really fun stuff oh good that we're always i'm always doing (laughs) he is yeah i'll never really stop doing (laughs) and that's kind of my issue right or not issue i tend to think it's an issue but i cannot figure out what medium i want to stick to i just keep changing it up well, you, yeah, try them all and see what you yeah, love. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, I don't really think you need to stick to one thing. That's what I, a lot of the feedback I've gotten, because I made a post about it the day before, or yesterday, I think, and mm-hmm. or the day before yesterday. Anyways, a lot of people were encouraging me, uh, like Sarah, she was on the podcast in the last mm-hmm. episode, she was encouraging me to like foster your inner renaissance woman. It's okay mm-hmm. if you keep changing it up. And for me, I hang out with Brandon, and though he does a lot of things, drawing is his first yeah. love or whatever. Like, right. Uh, he does photography too, but I, right, at least right now, he's he gets out of the bed in the morning to draw. And for me, mm. I'm like, I feel like I have to draw, so I'm going to do it. Like, that's what I've told mm-hmm. myself, but I don't feel like it's come supernaturally or is my first love for art. 
But I do feel like, and we've talked about the arts too, I feel like hosting a community is potentially my art, even though it's not like a technical yeah. art. I feel like it might be my thing. No, I totally think that's art. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely do think that's art. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, and the thing about the Arts Do podcast is that it's easier for us to get those stewards on the show because there's mm-hmm. already a community there's already a community to like, oh yeah, to reach out to, and they already yeah. know who we are. We already know who mm-hmm. they are. We've talked. Who knows how many hours we've we've put. We've offline. collabed on projects. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so it's just like, hey, can y'all be on the podcast? I'm like, well, heck yeah. Like they're, yeah. they don't give it a second thought. But it's like we've already established a sort of friendship and connection and stuff. So it's really easy for them to come on and 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 hang out with us for a little bit, you know. Right. And that whole vibe is like caring and sharing. Yes. It's very encouraging and very just, we're here to build each other up type thing. Mm -hmm. Love it. And though it is a technical community, I feel like everybody has their own community. If you have an Instagram account, like you can have your own Mm -hmm. community under that. So it's just fostering that community. It doesn't have to be specifically like what we have with the arts too. But yeah. Right. Yeah. I agree. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love seeing everything that the stewards are doing and yeah, just, um, yeah. And then making connection connections amongst themselves. Like the last podcast you guys did where the two women yes. writers had Stephanie formed and a collaboration. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't know that I was leg- legitimately, I didn't know if they had met through the arts too, or if they knew each other before. That's why I asked. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, no, we mm-hmm. totally connected through the arts too. Yeah. Which is kind of and amazing. They help each other get yeah, books cool. written. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how I met Ray was through the arts too. Yeah, that is actually one of my favorite, or why the arts too will be is extra special is because I met Brandon through it. So. Oh. How'd that happen? How long have you been doing the arts too? It's been three years now, right, Brandon? I believe so. Um, but uh. It was kind of, um, the situation was I was inviting a lot of artists that I found on Instagram to the community, like through DMs. I was probably spamming people, but I was like, (laughs) hey, I'm a fan of you. Do you want to join my art community? And I tried to make it less of a sales pitch and more just like, come over to my house. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I uh, had a friend that was painting with coffee. And I was like, can you teach me how to do that? Like, give me some tips on it. And she's like, here's a few of my tips. Here's somebody else that does it. And she pointed me to Brandon. Mm -hmm. It was crazy because the girl I was talking back and forth with lived in New York. And she pointed me to Brandon, who lives 30 minutes away from me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm down the road. It was so weird. And so I was like. Hey, Brandon, I love your work. Do you want to come to the art student? Not thinking anything of it, of course. And, uh-huh. and then he got to know me through the community. And then I asked him, I liked his voice. So I asked him to host the podcast for me. Well, hold on, back up. The funny oh, thing up. was, <laughs> the funny thing was, is that I joined the art student group. Um, and I had no idea where Ray was at. And I didn't know where it was based. I just joined and I contributed every now and then. And I did, um, 
I think on Instagram stories, I was going to an art show that's in Fort Worth. I'm like, hey, I'm heading to the modern. It's in Fort Worth or wherever I'm going. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. that's whenever I remember Ray messaged me and was like, are you in Texas? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm in Fort Worth. And she was like, oh, I'm in Granbury. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh you're my like, God. Yeah, Just like south of Fort Worth. Away. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. Oh, my gosh. So you know, the queen of the arts do lives like right just a drive away. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I didn't know you were so close by. And then, oh, that's nuts. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. she had an art show and I wanted to see her works and meet her in person. And so mm-hmm. that's where we met. And then that same just night. Just friends. Oh, yeah, just mm-hmm. as friends. But that same night, she was like, I love your voice. Uh, can you do a podcast for me? <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> That's <laughs> he didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, it was, was like, kind of a random ask. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just, just a little favor. You think you just do this little thing for me? Yeah, I know we just met. <laughs> exactly, it's exactly what it was like. And I was like, yeah, no, that's not a good idea. And then I think he was I was self conscious about his voice. Yeah, and I oh, I slept on it for maybe a week. And then I thought, you know what? It it would be cool to call up our other artists and talk about art. That's something that's not hard, and I like to do mm-hmm. in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, just relax, kind of like a yeah. recorded coffee chat. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And I called her back, and I was like, "Hey, I'll do it." And yeah. now yeah. this is where we're at. <laughs> the rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah. Yep. Oh, nice! What a well, that's a meet cute for sure. Yeah. yeah, I love it. So yeah, the stew will always be extra special because of that and the podcast. I think. So cute. But yeah, I'm very much like at a crossroads right now, switching my mediums. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now I'm going from doing cartoons, cartooning, which is what Brandon does right now, Mm -hmm. to um, just straight up chapter book writing. I'd like to know your history. So you do the car- You were doing cartoon moonbeams, and what were you doing before that? Before that, I was doing kind of like realistic pen and ink, so mm, not cartoony mm-hmm. at all. Just kind of yeah. There was a lot of texture and stuff, but it, it did. It's like I would draw exactly what I saw a picture of. Mm-hmm. Well, it was, it was crosshatch, and so it kind of mm-hmm. harkened back to, you know, your line drawings found in. In children's books, uh, mm-hmm. for think, me it was old, old, old books from the early 1900s. Yeah. Is what it's mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, like nice Franklin Booth, Charles Dana Gibson. Is yeah, the Gibson the... Girls. Yeah, um, and like just like kind of the style of like Little Women books or Anna Green Gables mm-hmm. books. Just any like uh, Lucy Maud Montgomery and some of those had really neat pen and ink illustrations. That I was really drawn to, and so I was like, "Why not just try it?" So I, I, I went from before that doing photography to I'm a draw. <laughs> so I just decided to draw, so I started doing that, and then cartoons, and then now I'm switching from that to writing, and I'm just trying. I know that when I think back to the reason why I started doing those things. It was either out of like curiosity, which is mm-hmm. only good, or um, yeah. kind of a mental image of like, who do I want to be when I grow up? Do I want yeah. to be 
an illustrator? I was like, yeah, I kind of do. So I went for that. And then uh, now I'm, I'm kind of like, I want to tell stories. You know? Right. So. Yeah. Well, and, um, and there's, but there's no shame. And I was going to mention this to you earlier, Ray, but I wanted to save it for the podcast. <laughs> but Save it for the mic. Yeah. Um, Andy J. Pizza from Creative Pep Talk, he's all about, he's like, you know, your career choices are just a series of pivots. Like, that, oh, yeah. I'm here now. Is this working? If it's not working, that's okay. You can pivot. All right. I'm going to kind of mm-hmm. lean this way now. Yeah. I'm going to try this out. And although, like, all of my artwork is based around drawing pictures, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I mean, every, that's what I was doing the same thing. Right, I'm going to do hearts, which is like cross hatch, pen and ink line work. It's not quite mm-hmm. working. I'm going to do this coffee stain thing. I'm going to do these little projects. I'm going to do zines and just, it's just a series of pivots trying to figure out mm-hmm. what fits the best and what kind of like race, what gets you out of bed in the morning Yeah, type thing. And so I, Ray, I just think you're just still mm-hmm. like you're in that process and yeah. writing chapter books may, may fit you better than anything else, but you got to try it before you can and figure I've that out. Known deep down that my favorite medium was writing. And yet, I'm like, why didn't I try it if I knew it was my favorite medium? So I'm, it's mm-hmm. a little bit more promising, or I'm more hopeful that it'll be something that at least I can write long enough to write a full chapter book, hopefully. But um, Brandon, you should mention what we were talking about the other day. You were saying how the work that you put into something, they say, like the tip that a lot of artists get is just keep working. Or mm-hmm. What was it, Brandon? And, and basically uh, the end result is that it depends on what kind of work you're putting in. Cause for years you were just like, okay, I'm drawing uh, an apple and the next day I'm going to draw a zombie and the next day I'm going to draw. And there's just like random things, but maybe it wasn't. I'm listening. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> you mentioned it on. What's that? Well, I, okay. You mentioned it on your little ramble podcast. Yeah. Day. Yeah. So, like, if you could reiterate that whole thought, because to me, that was kind of eye-opening to me. I want to hear it. Go about how to go I'm about still trying to. Putting in the work. It's... <laughs> so, I'm not quite sure that I remember what I it said. It was in but... January, so it was a while ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> I have so slept since ago. then. <laughs> I think that's awesome that Ray remembers exactly what it was, when it was, it and you're just like, I just say so many awesome things, I don't even remember. I'm just like, what did I say? Well, that sounds great. I'm glad I said that. Uh, this, this didn't go as planned. I was hoping that I could just drop a hint and you take it from there. But... Well, I mean, we're leaving it in. What I, what I think I might have said is that for the longest time, uh, I have sketchbooks and they're full of just all sorts of random whatever mm-hmm. I feel like drawing today. And instead of like getting up, because I like to work in projects. And so I would give myself projects to work on. And so I would do a series of hearts or I'd do a series of coffee stain mm-hmm. yeah. pen and ink pieces. Or I would do a series of uh, this is going to be all summer themed or all fall themed or, or whatever. But because I am a workaholic, I would do that and then do two or three more drawings that day or something. And mm-hmm. so it's just like, all right, well, what else do I want to like draw? And 
no rhyme or reason at that point. I was yeah, yeah. like, I would just yeah, sketch no something out or, oh, I could do, I could contribute to the Arts 2 challenge today and I would draw something for that. And then, oh, there's this other challenge that's on Instagram and I would contribute to that. And just mm-hmm. He's so just putting kind of, in all these hours of drawing. Yeah, it's just putting in a bunch of work, but not reaping any sort of, or not having any sort of like clear direction of where yeah, I'm clear. going with this. It's just... Mm-hmm. I like to draw, so I'm going to draw everything yeah. all the time. And that's what I was doing. Um, and doing I, that for like three years or something? Oh, I did it, yeah. Because I started actually focused back on my artwork in 2015. And mm-hmm. I decided, like I remember it was a clear-cut decision. I'm going to start drawing pen and ink now. And, I and set, what were you doing before that? Well, I was really focused on photography. My mm-hmm. day job is uh, I'm a yearbook photographer. Right. But yeah. Prior to that, I did portraits, I did weddings, I did fine artwork, all mm-hmm. freelance. Just it was just that was my focus. That was my, my mm-hmm. medium of choice. And I was doing photography since probably senior year in high school, college. Oh, okay. But um, I've always been able to draw, and I would draw and paint off and on throughout the years, but nothing really caught anybody's attention, for lack of a mm-hmm. better explanation. Like here's a giant painting of louis armstrong and people like oh that's great and not say anything else about it i'm like okay well Hmm. i like it it'll go in my house then (laughs) and that's that was that was my life and but i could Uh sell a photograph like i could sell oh yeah Uh a a photo family portraits i could sell family portraits Mm -hmm. i could book a wedding so i was like okay well that's gonna help me pay my bills so that's what i started to do so then i just got focused on photography and at one point, I can't remember who it was, but someone was like, you don't really draw much anymore. I'm like, you know, you're right, I don't. I should, I should try to do more. And I was still painting and stuff on the side. But again, nothing, uh, nothing really grabbed anybody's attention. I'm just doing it for me. Mm-hmm. And then I did like a pen and ink drawing for, like, for fun. And my aunt was like, I've always loved your pen and ink work. Can I have that? And I'm like, oh, oh, nice. oh I didn't know you liked my pen. Like, no one's ever told me anything about, <laughs> okay, sure, that's fine. Yeah, so I sent it to my aunt, and it's, like, now framed in her house. And then I did a series Aww. of, like, little Halloween-themed pen and inks drawings just based on movies that I like. Like, I did a Psycho one, and I did a Poltergeist drawing, and I did one based on Charlie Brown's Just the Great Pumpkin. Mm-hmm. And just the response online was off the charts just like oh, oh wow. we love this this is amazing like everyone was paying attention to what i was doing <laughs> then as far as art goes and i was like oh well people like this thing so i'm gonna do more of it and then so that 2015 i was like okay well then i'll focus on this for a bit and mm-hmm. just people are liking it of course i enjoy it i love to draw and it slowly evolved into no this is what i want to focus on now i want to oh, cool go back to my roots and, and do uh-huh. artwork. Now, I'm still working as a photographer for my job job, but I really don't do a lot of freelance stuff because I don't want to anymore. I would rather right. focus on yeah, yeah. making comics and drawing what I'm drawing. So um, what, anyway. What I was going to hearken back to was you had a shift recently where you went from being used to just calling yourself an artist, but that is so broad. It's hard for people to know what you actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, to calling himself a cartoonist. Yeah. Oh, okay. And holding it down to that. Yes. Yeah. So the continuing 
the storyline there is I just started doing pen and ink work and then was giving myself self assignments mm-hmm. for the for the next few years. Um, I would take on these little personal projects and, and work them out. And really just putting in the work and practicing, trying to find out kind of yeah. what my style is, mm-hmm. uh, how yeah. I like to draw, the tools I like to work with, that sort of thing. And then that led to last year, I was like, I want to make zines because I was trying to gear myself up to take on a graphic novel project. Mm-hmm. Because um, the big bucket list is I want to do an adaptation of a Mark Twain novel, which is my favorite book, but I want to do it graphic novel. I want to translate it to a graphic novel. Oh, cool. And adapt it's no it that way. Copyrighted or whatever. Yeah. Then, it's in the public domain. And so, yeah. oh, nice. First thing, I don't have to really ask permission to do it. Uh-huh. Um, but second thing, uh, it's just, it's a big project that I would love just to, you know, tuck into mm-hmm. my belt in the next oh, that sounds amazing. few years. So I was like, well, to prepare myself for that, I'm going to try to do like a little mini comic once a month mm-hmm. for the next year and do these little zines. And I would come up with a storyline and, you know, illustrate it, ink it, color it, uh, get it printed and just put it out in the world. And so I was doing that. But uh, Ray, <laughs> like, I wasn't getting a lot of feedback on it. And Ray was like, you're not talking about it enough. You're not showing it enough. Mm-hmm. People yeah. really don't know what you're doing because you're still kind of doing your other daily stuff. And I was like, you know, as an artist, you feel like I, I never want to just sit around and talk about myself all the time. That's not my favorite right. thing to do. And, yeah, it's hard. But it's hard, but it gets annoying. Like, just I'm annoying myself. You Or you think <laughs> it's annoying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you think it's annoying, but other people aren't really listening as much as you are. Exactly. And that's the thing I'm learning now that, you know, when you're competing against uh, people's attention, people's schedule, social media algorithms, I I could say it two times a day and it might reach two people's actual ears. Like, oh, Brandon's got these zines or something. And so I'm realizing that the longer I'm in this game. And so... For the after death, uh, the after death was actually just a zine. It was, it was one of my zines of August last year. And Ray was like, you should share every panel every time you ink it. Like every time yeah. it's ready, put it online, talk about the project, let people know what you're doing. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll take your advice. I've ignored it for six months. I can't ignore it anymore. <laughs> I'll, I'll do what you asked me to do and we'll see what happens. And then lo and behold, mm-hmm. People were just like, oh, I like your ghosts. These ghosts are funny. Things are getting mm. shared. People it's are wanting comics. more of it. And I was like, oh, well, this comic thing might actually be something that is in my wheelhouse. Oh, yeah. And I've always loved comics. I've collected when I was a kid. Um, I read them as an adult. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this this might actually be, be something. And then I finished that storyline and just discovered people were just like, are you going to do more ghosts? Are you going to do more of the ghosts? I really love the ghosts. And it's sort of yeah. the same thing that happened with the pen and ink. Like I was doing these big, huge paintings, these acrylic pieces, doing these musicians that I love and doing these whimsical, surreal scenes. And people were just like, that's great. And then I do one pen and ink drawing and people kind of were like, <laughs> paid attention. <laughs> It's so nice. the same thing happened with the after death. Like, right, I'm doing yeah. these scenes, whatever, whatever. Here's some ghosts. And people are like, oh, whoa, whoa, I like the ghosts. 
what are you doing with the ghosts? And I was like, oh, I'm writing the ghosts. And people, oh, I love the, I love the after death. And so I was like, okay. Yeah. So that's again just another sign. All right, people really like what I'm doing with this particular comic strip. So I'm gonna keep doing it. But yeah, I, I, I like it. If I could interject, Brandon, when he got such a big response from his pen and ink drawings, people liked it. But Brandon wasn't like super in love with the specific. He's like, yeah, I'll do it occasionally, but I don't oh. want to keep doing this for the rest of my life for people. And yet, uh-huh. when people responded to the comic, he was like, this was mm-hmm. something other people like and I like. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good sweet spot. So I feel like, you know, as, a, as, a, <laughs> as an artist, as a creative, you always find what, what I've heard and what I've found to be true is that you always want to find something that both you love to do, but people love to love you do it. Does that make sense? <laughs> I could probably articulate that better. But it's like... yeah. Um, People like the heart designs I was doing, and they're fun for Pen me. And ink hearts. But they're not really something that I want to do every single day of my life. It's like I don't want to do this forever because right. it is kind of monotonous and brainless. And it's just after a while, it would get I would get bored of it. I was like, hey, this is boring. This is not fun. But people are still like, oh, can I have a heart design that's based on this theme? And I'm like, sure. But um, it's not really getting me out of bed in the morning. <laughs> But the comic right. strip, the after death, this is what people like and what I like, and I could do it all day and never get tired of it. So I think I've kind of found where I need to be right now artistically and found like the actual vehicle to and, focus on, you know. And, and Rochelle, you're talking to two people who are trying to make art as a living. So that kind of makes it different. We want mm-hmm. the people that are our audience to like what we're doing because we're trying to make money at this. And I know it's not like that for every creator. Yes. You know. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Like, we're very focused on trying to do something that we can monetize and make a career out of, hopefully. Yeah. And so, right. Um, yeah. Of course, we're it, like that sort of advice wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be as important to someone that's just doing these huge oil just paintings their and just curiosity. yeah, just want to yeah. be in a gallery or just love to just express themselves and doesn't care if they're ever you know going to get paid for it. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with you. But also, even if you are just trying to express uh, your artistic, you know, creativity, it is nice to get. Yeah, that is so true. It is rewarding. (laughs) It does feel good. That's true. Yeah, I think most people would appreciate, you know, good feedback. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think that uh, so I love the After Death comic. Uh, and I was just showing it to my husband yesterday, and I'm like, isn't it good? Aww. It's good. It's not just the drawings. The drawings are very good. and th- But the story is compelling. Like, oh, I want to know what's going on. I want to know oh, what happens Oh, that's awesome. Next. That's really good I to hear, because I always worry. Yeah. Is this, yeah. is this, I don't know. I, I'm not, I know I'm not spelling anything out, but I'm just taking so long to really figure things out, even <laughs> on my own. So I hope I'm not losing anybody in the process. Just like, okay, you know. Oh, no. Well, it's great. It's good to hear. No, but yeah. I mean, if you are like, I used to love reading the Sunday comics when I was a kid. And it's and then you had to wait a week to find out what happened. And, and it, you know, it's like a soap opera. They don't want you to have too much information at once. You just need a little bit yeah. enough to keep you right. interested to show up next week to find out what happened. Yeah, I like it. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, I think you're both very talented. And the cartoon Moonbeams, too. I just thought, and I'm just, 
I'm oh, not a writer. Yeah. I hate writing. I think that would be the worst. <laughs> oh, yeah. It takes um, So, <laughs> yeah. To come up with a cute little story, like the drawing, to have a, a drawing and then a little story that goes along with it, that seems like a special okay. skill. Well, and that's the thing. I have an English degree and because I've always, mm -hmm. I've always loved to write but never saw myself as like a novelist by any stretch of the imagination, like to sit down and actually write. Mm -hmm. I'm horrible at short stories. I'm really horrible at fiction. <laughs> so I was doing, if I did do any sort of writing, it was like um, personal essay, autobiographical stuff. And mm -hmm. that I really love to write. And that's kind of like the style of writing that matched me the most. And then the thing about the after death, and I'm probably why I don't get bored with the after death, is because it's a continual storyline that I can keep writing. So it's always new. And even though, you know, I'm drawing mm -hmm. the same sort of thing every day, it's not mm -hmm. the same scene or it's not the same story. And so there's still nuance yeah. there, even though the artwork is kind of the same. But like with the heart designs, I was just there was no story behind them. Just I'm just drawing this picture and there's nothing else to this it's meaningful for the person but it's not meaningful right, yeah. for me but for the after death because i'm writing it oh, okay. it's meaningful to me because it's like i'm telling a story so i get to flex those those writing yeah. chops as well as draw and stuff and so it keeps me interested it keeps me invested i'm always anxious to see what these ghosts are going to go next because i really don't know half the time mm -hmm. either <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that I was going to ask you about that. That was one of the questions that I had for you. Because I, so I just uh, found out from your Instagram that you don't watch right. television. <laughs> so I do. I watch a lot of television. And I'm always wondering, do they know what's going to happen at the end? Or do they just sort of figure it out as they go along? So you're just kind of like yeah, figuring the story out. I think as if you go you're along, a professional, or do you, have... you know where the end is. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. That's so true because I, the funny thing is, is that it began as a comic strip and I was trying to keep the Sunday comic. Yeah. Vibe. Yeah. I was just trying to keep mm -hmm. the story contained to those boxes. Like, okay, this is, if I draw ghosts, I can make all the inappropriate jokes about being dead that you can't make at someone's actual funeral yeah. because it's just way wrong. Right. <laughs> But I can make those jokes with dead people, right? Because <laughs> I'm drawing them. So, yes. honestly, that was where it started. And then I got caught up in telling the story of the after death. That was, that was me being like, I think mm -hmm. I want to explore where this goes. And, and have been doing oh, that cool. since I started the strip. Just kind of like exploring where it goes. And I've done just... I mean, I've done the smallest bit of uh, character design for other characters I want to introduce in the future and kind of what their role is in mm -hmm. the after death. But far as like figuring out what the where they're going, I'm only maybe like mm -hmm. three or four panels ahead of of the audience of yeah of my readers oh, because awesome. I have not planned this out <laughs> at all. But I think. He <laughs> I think he doesn't oh, give himself cool. enough credit. Like it, he does have a very light plot line that he's following. So mm -hmm. he does well, have a potential ending. Yeah, like I know, I know where they want to go. Oh, okay. I know where I want it to go, and I know what I want to explore. But like, how to get them? How how to how am I going to go about it? I really don't know. He doesn't know. But um, 
just recently <laughs> I've had it pointed out by, especially in the last podcast, from the Arts to 52 podcast, whenever, Stephanie. yeah, when I was the talking writers. to the writers about my process mm-hmm. and they were both like, it sounds like my first rough draft. I was like, oh, that does not speak well of <laughs> my writing style. <laughs> and so I thought maybe I should work on this a little bit. And so just like last night, I was actually, okay, I'm going to sit down and write at least a, you know, get a good maybe month, month or two of comics kind of pre-written and sort of mm-hmm. get a better idea of mm-hmm. like where this can go. But I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's a good idea or a bad idea. I'll have to figure that out as I go. Cause you know, yeah. um, trial and error, yeah. what works for yeah. you. Cause I do exactly. feel like it's more fun Test for me out. to go along with them and just figure it out. But mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like in 10 years time, I'll look back and be like, yeah, that, you know, I should have written this out. That was a bad idea. Cause it could have been so much better <laughs> had I had any sort of oh. like pre-planning or some kind of outline to go on. But um, yeah, I see what you're saying, but it could still develop yeah. into that. It can work. For you, good, yeah. You have, a, you have time. Yeah. yeah. I think one of the plus sides is that nobody knows what happens mm-hmm. in the after death. So you could, you have full exactly. reign to create whatever kind of world well, that's you want. The, that's like what you said is like the high point for me about writing the series is because I am literally making things up as I go and just making sure mm-hmm. they fit in with the, like the loose rule, the loose rules I've established for the, for the world that I'm mm-hmm. creating. But like, it's totally wills off. I can do really whatever I want. <laughs> and if something doesn't fit, yeah, then I can make up a reason why it fits. Could, could we know? give her, could we give her yes. a little sneak peek of a spoiler that's coming up soon? Uh, maybe. The one, the one about the feline. <laughs> oh, oh, the, the cat. Yeah. I just like how, like you can just make the rules of this world however you want and mm-hmm. a character coming up is kind of cool yeah well i want to um i want to introduce a cat but the cat's not going to be so much a character it's just kind of like a little side player i don't know what to call it but because she's not really a character she's just going to be a cat right. but the the point of the comic was uh-huh. you know the set of the punchline is they're going to be out um they're gonna spencer's going to run into like an alley cat and uh Reggie's going to know who the cat is and just be like, hey, that's Cleopatra. And Spencer would be all like, oh, whoa. So this is like Cleopatra from the Egyptian times and she's now in this cat form. And, and Reggie's going to look at him like, no, oh, man, it's just a cat. Cleopatra's just her name. <laughs> As another cat shows up, looks at Reggie and is like, hey, Reggie, what's up? But he's all like, oh, hey, Abby. And then that cat just bounds off. And so like one of them could talk and the other one's just a cat, and we don't know why. And I'm, I'm not going to even address oh. it. I'm just going to let it lie. That's how it is in the after death. Just because that's how it is in the after death. You have to figure yeah. out. Which, you know, I could. And, and the fun thing about it is, is if I do want to explore or explain that, I could do it. I can do it later on. And mm-hmm. once the whole yep. series is like in a whole book form, the reader will know, you know, 20 pages later why that cat could talk and the other one right. was just a regular cat and what the difference is. But I don't have to address it right now because it's just, it's not that important to the story. I just wanted to make a joke really. Yeah. And so, uh, but, but that, also like in the after death, just a normal cat 
is magical. Like ghosts can see cats, cats can see ghosts, and ghosts can touch cats. Cats can rub against a ghost's leg. Like it's just kind of cool that even though a lot of the story is based in real world scenarios and it's really grounded, um, there can be some like elements that it does make sense on our side. I've always wondered, can like I kind of believe in ghosts. I wonder if like animals uh-huh. can ghosts. And I know a lot of other people have been like, I bet my cat is acting weird because there's a ghost or a spirit in the room. And so it kind of is cool uh-huh. to think that, yeah, cats in the after death uh, can see and their ghosts are, ghosts, uh, cats are the one of the only things that can actually touch a ghost. Like Yeah. Like the idea is that because the he's gonna take the cat on as a pet, but the cat, like at first, Spencer's gonna be invisible, but the cat's gonna be able to see him. He's gonna be way confused, like how come, like this cat knows I'm here, and that Reggie be like, oh no no, cats mm-hmm. can see, cats can see us, but like they're the only animal that can. And he'll be like, oh, oh cool. that's that's interesting, and then go on to the Cleopatra thing, but I just like the idea like I said, of just giving some, like giving a reason why the, some of the things that we do assume in reality, like explain those away in the after death, like why this is and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's just fun. It's just fun concepts to play with, you know? Yeah. Sounds fun. So I, I, I think that's great that, that you hit on a project that you really love and mm-hmm. that people are responding to. That's yeah. It's a nice place lucky. to and hard work. I don't want to like say that it's just luck because I know that you've done put in yeah, a lot yeah. of work. Well, that's the it, – it's taken – it's funny because it's taken a long time for me to land on something that works for everybody, you know. And for years, mm-hmm. like I said, I started in 2015. I was like, what am I even doing <laughs> with, with all of this drawing? <laughs> like this, do I have a direction? Do I – want to be a children's book illustrator do i want to do freelance graphic design like what do i what am i even doing and then Mm -hmm. finally landed on this and i was like okay this is something that's i know other comics are making money at it i know there's a market for it there's a market for it people are responding and so this might be something Mm -hmm. that works for me and that I, i won't ever get tired of and so i can do it for as long as i want to you know so it is nice I'm very much a believer in really good. Uh, like just keep contacting publishers. Like that's what Brandon's going through right now. Like he mm-hmm. just now started contacting yeah. publishers and I plan on him having to do that for another few years before he gets like a bite or whatever. Like it, it's going to, it might take a long time, but I do feel hopeful that if he just keeps reaching out to people and keeps mm-hmm. working on his yeah. craft to get better and better, and takes, you know, editing, uh, like, instructions or uh, tips from people along the way that he'll eventually, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just feel like it's okay if it takes a few years, but I think eventually you'll get to it if you just keep asking people. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just the kicker. It's just, it's just keep putting it out there, putting it out there in a way to where, mm-hmm. say, right now the comic it's pretty much in its infancy. I've only been really working mm-hmm. on it for about six months now. But who's to say mm-hmm. in a year or two's time, if I have a whole yeah. 
plethora of comics and that could actually fill a book, then, you know, I could have a publisher be like, okay, we're ready to jump on this project now. You've got plenty of work. Mm-hmm. We like what it looks like. We like what, mm-hmm. what you did with it. Let's, let's move on this, you know? Yeah. I could so totally see that um, happening. That's the dream. Yes. I feel like I've been talking about myself too much. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of. <laughs> I feel like you can edit any of this out. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's all interesting. And so, Ray, you're working on yes. uh, fiction. Sure. You, you want to talk about um, that? I can talk a little bit about what I'm learning. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so I did pursue writing a few years ago, um, fairly hardcore for about ha- half a year. Mm-hmm. But um, just as a beginner artist or beginner to any medium, you it takes time to learn or just growing up, you learn that it's okay to not be like really good at it as soon as you start. And I was in that position when yeah, I first started. I was like, I expected that I was going to be like a natural at writing. And I started it and I wasn't and I got really disheartened. So I stopped mm, not yeah. thinking I would revisit it. I was just like, writing's not for me. But then hanging out with other stewards mm-hmm. and other writers, it's just like, no, it literally is about work. It's about putting in the work, just like what everybody says. And yeah. um, for the past year, I've been writing more without realizing it. Like in my journal, I've been writing essays for the podcast. And it's just kind of like lit that fire again. I've developed oh, skills nice. that I didn't have before, like work ethic. That uh, Just like knowing... Mm-hmm. The difference between, okay, I don't have to, like, take a whole day to write, like, for hours and hours on end to be uh-huh. a writer. I can literally sit down for, uh, like, mm-hmm. 30, 30 minutes to an hour a day and write and be a writer, you know? It doesn't have to be, like, this long, yes like, I don't know how to describe it, but that's kind of what I had yeah. envisioned as what a writer was. So now that I've kind of come to terms mm-hmm. to with that and, like, just a little bit at a time and like the first draft can be poop <laughs> then yeah you know, and it and it yes, probably will be and, and it needs to be good then once you have that perspective yeah then it's like oh i can be a writer and i can enjoy it the process once you've lowered your expectations mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of where i'm at right now i've just been writing for like 30 minutes to an hour a day and I can already see like uh-huh. that it's doable. <laughs> yeah, so awesome. that's kind of just like what I'm working on is I already had the plot written out, so now I'm just filling in the scenes from plot point to the next plot point. And I'm not mm-hmm. very far at all. Don't get me wrong. I'm only on like this, the <laughs> first slash second chapter. So, um, uh-huh. but before that, I didn't have. Much well, that's so, commendable. Yeah. So you know your oh, how your story plays out in, in its entirety. You like know yeah, the beginning, you, middle, would and you end. Say so, Brandon. Yeah, yeah. She's had this. She's had this kind of uh, the story bouncing around for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. She told me about it when we met, and she it's had actually it. Actually, been a story I've had since I was like fifteen. Yeah, so it, it's like one of those oh, wow. novels that it, it, it's grown up with you, kind of. Well, it's, mm-hmm. it's that saying where 
a lot of authors, their first novels usually their best because they've been writing it since they were thinking about it for so long. Yeah, they've been thinking about it for so long. Yeah, it's finally written, and that's why their sophomore attempts always kind of pale because it's like uh-huh. now deliver yeah, that very... same passion that <laughs> you've been thinking about <laughs> since you were born. I totally think right. that could be the case with this one. Yeah, we'll see. Well, I mean, I'm not saying lightning can't strike twice, but it this story mm-hmm. she's really been thinking about for a very long time, and so she's yeah. she's worked out a lot of the plot points and a lot of the details, and she mm-hmm. definitely does have a she has a beginning, middle, and end. And even if like it, not all the characters are completely fleshed out, she's like she's got more plot than the after death does. Mm-hmm. She's she's knows where it's going and knows how to get there, and now is just working on mm-hmm. sort of like nice. You know, what happens in the scene? What should these people be wearing? What should all, the, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, what mm-hmm. needs to take place to get from here to there? So she just started actually doing the work, you know, doing the, the work of a, being a writer. So mm-hmm. it's exciting. Awesome. I also have to confess, like, I'm very much in the, <laughs> I'm very, like, branding-minded. Brandon's the opposite. But, like, I'm all about... Um, uh-huh the way something looks or like the vibe or the aesthetic and Brandon's uh-huh. not like that at all, but right. like I'm already so caught up <laughs> in like, uh, I keep showing Brandon and this is a confession. So keep that in mind. Oh, <laughs> okay. Brandon, like, my planned out Instagram aesthetic. <laughs> I'm like, this is uh-huh. what my new uh, colors are. And like, I'm totally getting excited about talking about writing and all that on my Instagram. So for oh, the next awesome. few months, two years or whatever, uh, if this pans out, my Instagram's going to be a lot about writing, a lot about the tips of writing, what I learned mm-hmm. as I go along in the journey yeah. that I'm taking, even if I'm not awesome. sharing the actual book itself right now. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The interest. Can I tell her what you do to your room? Can I tell her that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the other day I called her. I was like, what are you up to? She's like, I'm cleaning my room. And I'm like, oh, that's always fine. She's like, well, I'm making sure mm-hmm. that all the nooks and crannies in the corners look good. So uh, they're Instagram ready when I want to photograph pictures of me writing. In my room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. You got to think so of that. Like, well, whatever motivates you, man. Your that's girlfriend fine. is now an influencer. Yeah. Influencer. Yeah. yeah. Influencer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Happening. It's so good. Well, you do have to think about if if you want to sell something, you do have to think about you yeah, know yeah. the marketing. There's a good balance part of it too, and I yeah, yeah and that's not that's you know yeah. there's nothing to shake a stick at. There's that's a good idea to have a good balance because I have I hate it. I hate the marketing. Like I'm an artist through and through. It's like, uh-huh. I just want to sit down and draw. I don't want to sell the people. I don't want to talk about myself. I don't need this. Like the work should sell itself and. It's, it's right. yes, you know, yes. the reality is, is that <laughs> yeah. people buy art because they like the artist more than they even like the art. So I'm, I'm having to, I wrestle with that all the time. Just like, oh, I guess. I... Well, you wouldn't know it from looking at your, your social media. It seems like you're very comfortable. Not, and I think it seems but, supernatural too. It doesn't seem like yeah. promotional or, or, you know, you're like overhyping yourself. I think, I think both Brandon of you do it very well. I think in the last year 
probably. It must have been be. your influence. It had to be. Well, we <laughs> each other without us knowing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yes. and that's the that's Ray's thing. Like, if you know the yin to my yang, because just like with the after death, she's like, "This is what you should be doing. You should be posting these every day. You should be doing a panel a day, whatever." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Okay, I guess I will." And of course, of course, she was right. <laughs> and so she was right. That just that just speaks to the way that she thinks as a as a brander, as a marketer, and that sort of thing. Because like, mm-hmm. I just don't think that way. So I'm glad that she'll she'll offer me a suggestion. You should do this. I'm like, okay, okay, that I'll do it. it every time you tell me it works, so I'll, I'll go for it. You know, and so. Oh, but you um, take it with a grain of salt. Still. Well, I me, mean, I still do. I still do it sort of my own way mm-hmm. but you know just like <laughs> i don't like i don't like talking in front of the camera but instagram likes to see your face that's just the way that it is and so it's like okay yes. well i need to show my yeah. face more often yeah um even if it's in the stories or whatever just to be like hey uh, this is who i am this is who what i'm doing right. you guys are great thanks for your support peace out you know that sort of thing yeah, I, it's I really not. I'm telling that. you, it's it's not fun, and I don't mind. Like I'm a photographer, <laughs> so we spend a lot of time in front of the camera, especially when we were shooting mm-hmm. film. Just you have to do test shots every day, and you have to put somebody in mm-hmm. front of the camera. So like, putting yourself in front of a video camera, and it's just like that's when everything, all the insecurities hit the fan. You're like, all right, am I gonna say? Oh yeah, you know this word correctly? Am I going to screw this up? Am I going to stumble over my <laughs> yes. words? Am I going to look like an idiot? Are people going to see my dirty clothes pile in the background? <laughs> and the fact <laughs> is, is that, yes, people will see all those things, but will people care? No. Because right. people know no. that, yeah. you know, we're all, we're just regular people like anybody else. It's no big deal. Yep. And so a lot of people give you tons of yeah. grace just to be like, no, 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 this is cool. It's no big deal. Yeah. Well, people like when people share. Well, and people like it when you're real, when you're not like. Yeah, you know, absolutely. This is my perfectly color coordinated house where everything is white and beige, and you know, <laughs> like my room. Yeah. Everything. Well. <laughs> yeah, but that's your aesthetic. You did like you had those colors before those colors yeah. were cool. That's yeah. That just yeah exactly. <laughs> you're OG. That's exactly wow. right. Like she's the real deal. <laughs> she's not a pinterest mom you know it's like oh i've got all these ideas from online i'm gonna <laughs> order me a coffee pot made out of wood like no stop it oh, no i just made does that, that up, exist but my god it- <laughs> that would be cool yeah i'm sold <laughs> that's that's probably my million dollar idea right there <laughs> yeah get but the yeah, kickstarter going me out when it comes to like He's like, are you sure that you're not doing this for just because people want you to do it? You know, like, is this something mm. you really want to do um, for you? Because mm-hmm. I'm very much more business minded. I'm like, am mm-hmm. I doing this for the money or for the, you know, I'm a people pleaser. You know, it's just fine. It, he balances me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, so nice. romantic. <laughs> <laughs> it is so adorable. Uh, and I never wanted cute. to be one of those cute couples on the internet. That's the last thing that I ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, sorry about that, pal. <laughs> Too late. Uh, it, everyone, knows it everyone knows it. Uh, yeah. <sighs> so you guys have another pretty interesting thing going on, which is your yeah. oh, do yes. Are you coming? Is that what it's called? 
sad. No, I will not it's be able okay. to make yeah, it. I'm like, so sorry. I'm only expecting a handful of people, but hopefully it'll be like a turnt party anyways. Oh, it seems like it'll be really fun. We're actually planning to go to um, Rocky Mountain oh, National see. Park oh, that's in much the better. autumn. So, yeah. I mean, it'll be <laughs> just as good. Yes, true. Just yeah. as good. Yeah, yes. just as good. Just as good. But yeah, Arts Con's coming up. And what what made you guys decide to do that? What was how did we that just want to meet everyone in person, probably because these these have become the community and the people are uh, like some of my best friends now. That's yeah. Huh. yeah. Sorry, go ahead, babe. We just want to see their faces and give them hugs in in real life. Yeah, the fun thing about arts do as a community is that it's one of the art communities. And there's so many like there's so many things out now that you can be a part of, but it doesn't have a it doesn't really have mm-hmm. a community vibe. You just know you're a part of something bigger, or you're there yeah. to ask a question and get it mm-hmm. answered. Yeah, yeah, like um, I mean, yeah, just yeah. anything, just like uh, Inktober or or whatever. It's like okay, like mm-hmm. this is yeah. a community right. of artists, but I really don't feel like I could like call Jake Parker up and he has the time to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. You don't think so? I mean, but too, he's a super busy guy. He's got like five kids. Like, this guy's busy. Right. But um, yeah. the Arts 252 yeah. very much does have that feel. Like, any one of the stewards that are in the community could DM Ray and she will get back to them and she will stay. She mm-hmm. will, they'll have a full on oh, conversation. Yeah. She, she talks with these people all the time. One of the first things I asked her when we they met. They tell me their deepest, darkest secrets. Well, and I was like, because she was talking to Ooh. me a lot. <laughs> And this was before we were even dating and stuff. And I was like, how many stewards are you in touch with? She's like, oh, I talk to at least like 10 a day. I was like, every day. I don't have a personal life. Yeah. She was like, yeah, like talking about their projects or talking about what's going on or this person just mm-hmm. had a baby or this person, you know, just, just being a part of mm-hmm. their lives. And so, right. and that's all done just online, just through digital communication. And so mm-hmm. last year, I want yeah. to say it was last year. During a podcast, I just threw out the, I just said Arts Con just for fun. I was like, Arts Con, I just, I would love to mm-hmm. meet everybody. And so this year we sat down and we're like, hey, we should really actually try to do this. And, and it's okay. time. We were both on board for it. We, we, we picked a weekend, which is Labor Day weekend, thinking uh, it's a three day weekend for a lot of people. And so mm-hmm. if they needed to fly in or drive in, it'd give them the extra day to get home and get settled. Mm-hmm. And just like, hey, let's do it, right. you know, and it doesn't matter the turnout, but what does matter is if we get to meet some people face to face that we've always wanted to meet, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we're like, yeah, well, let's make yeah. it a thing. And so we just did it and made the announcement and we're still making plans and we're totally stoked. I can't wait just because it's just a good opportunity for us to just meet these people face to face. And it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah. It's almost like meeting your heroes. It's like these are people that we admire from afar just because we love their art. We know their story. We're friends right. with them online. And it's so it's so funny because yeah. a lot of people that I've met, that I first met online, it's just that weird, awkward, hey, I know a lot about your life because I follow you, but we're not really friends. Right. <laughs> but I'm obsessed with what uh-huh. you do. Yeah. This is getting creepy. Um <laughs> Arts 252 is more like, oh, hey, what's up? How's your sister? And it's not like, 
like it's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. It's not like we've just fawned over these people. It's like, hey, we're in community. They we're all friends. Right, right, right. That's now. a good way to put it. And so it's yes. just we're excited just to be like catch up in real time instead of you know through voicemails and stuff. So it's um, mm-hmm. really looking forward to it. But that was the whole idea. Just like she said, just, we just want to meet these people, give them a hug, sit down, have coffee and tea Spoil with them, spoil them, and. Yeah, and just almost like <laughs> nice. It's almost like fan clubs throwing a party for the artist, you know? Right. So yeah, yeah. It is always really cool when you can meet mm-hmm. somebody that you've only known online, and you meet them in person. Finally, um, yeah, I've had the opportunity to yeah, you mentioned- to do that, um, and you just form a stronger mm-hmm. friendship. Was that just like a meetup between you, uh, Sarah, and? Was that something like a meetup that y'all did all together? No. What happened was um, I went to Creative Live. It's in San Francisco, so and I'm, I'm in San Diego. So I went up there for April Bowles, Olin's. Um, it was a blogging mm-hmm, mm-hmm. workshop or whatever. So they, I was yes. in the audience, and they were in the oh, chat room. Okay. And uh, so we met that way. That's cool. Like we started talking that way. And then I went, so then when April did another um, workshop up there, they actually How both flew into it, to San Francisco. So we all, yeah, we all got see. to meet in person. That's yes. awesome. So that will yeah. add a whole nother layer of yeah. connection with all these people to see them in person. I'm excited. Yeah. And then we, um, April had a, like a week long boot camp up there. So I went to that and um, a bunch of people that I knew That's from so cool. the internet. Uh, went up there and we like got an Airbnb. Oh, There's like six of us in this one Airbnb. Yeah, it was That's super cool. fun. It does like mm-hmm. add another layer to the. Yeah, yeah. With the art studio, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, we, we all just know and love each other so much. And so it's just like, oh, it's just like a big, you know, yeah, yeah. love fest. It yeah, already it's is just, a very, yes. Yeah, warm, it's a very accept- warm group. Accepting group and just everyone's. Mm hmm. You know, everyone's always so cool and so nice. And mm-hmm. what am I trying to say? It's uh, it, it, it like it never feels like a fandom. It never feels. It just feels like family. It just feels like oh yeah, Mm-mm. we know we know each other. Yeah, We're yeah. Cool, you know, and yeah. it's hard to find. Yeah. Oh, you know who else I've met is um, oh, yes. Lacelet Kimberly. Oh, oh so I've met her in person. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. One of my favorite people. How did you meet her? Yeah. Um, she taught a class at Craftcation, and I, t- oh, I was yeah, took she's a class. A genius. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah, she's I super almost sweet. didn't start the Art Stew community because I had been a part of a creative community, like, Facebook group. Um, and, oh, my God, mm-hmm. people were so incredibly mean, which it was it was huge. Oh, no. So you're you're working with a lot of people, and sometimes you get trolls or whatever or people that are just yeah yeah they're they're behind their computer they're not realizing they're talking to someone Mm. that's a real person but um Mm -hmm. i was just like i'm gonna start this community but as soon as people get mean i'm gonna delete them (laughs) or whatever (laughs) yeah yeah heck yeah Yeah. you don't need that kind of negativity how to deal with that so that's the thing like not what i was expecting yeah no one's ever like been mean no one's ever like the, in this other community people would be like 
hey, uh, what's your resources for where you get your stickers or whatever? And there'd be a comment that's like, I'm not telling you. I spent years trying to figure out this resource. So I'm not just going to give it to you, this information. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I don't understand Well, that's the that. thing. And like whenever <laughs> I first got into the art stew, um, Gracie Klump, who's another steward, um, she like does illustration. Mm-hmm. But at the time, she was printing her own work. Uh, she, you know, from her house. And I messaged her. I was like, hey, like, what printer are you using? Or, like, do you have any suggestions of looking for a printer? And it was not even like, oh, I use an Epson, whatever, whatever. She said, these are the printers that I looked at. These are the reasons why I chose it. This is the paper that I use. Super this intentional. Is, it's yeah. strengths. These mm-hmm. are its weaknesses. I would uh, suggest these other things. Like, just above and beyond, like, here's everything that I mm-hmm. ever know. And I'm like, this is amazing. Because that's what the that's the pi- the type of people I guess that are drawn to the community. It's like we don't shut anybody out by by any yeah. means, but it's just mm-hmm. I don't know if it just attracts those type of people. But everyone just so yeah, generous maybe. with their time and their advice and suggestions, and mm-hmm. they just want to help each other out. You know, I love it. I don't understand the point of being so stingy yeah. with your your information because. The one thing that you that no one can take away yeah. from you is your talent and your and like your worldview, and that's the thing that's coming across in your art. It doesn't like the printer is is important, but it's, it's not, not going to make or break the art. Like <laughs> exactly, it's like if I start printing on the paper that you print on, that means I'm going to start selling way more prints than you. No, that's right. That's no. ridiculous. <laughs> no. <laughs> Or if I use the same sticker company, yeah. like, mm. no, that's, that's not exactly. what's selling the exactly. art. Yeah. And that's the thing, even in the photography community, even the, the studio that I work at, um, one of the photographers there, that's, that's kind of his creed. It's, he's always been like that. He's like, you always you, you share everything, you know, build each other up, give the advice you can, you know, and mm-hmm. it's not like, cause a lot of times you'll meet a photographer. It, I'm sure this is with artists too, you know, where it's like, Oh, Hey, like, what what camera are you using and you know long story short it really doesn't matter what camera you use that's we just want to be successful as creatives yeah. we're not trying to to bite on your right. bottom line we just want to be successful in our own right you know yeah my dad was a um he was a fine artist and he actually was a master lithographer wow. he did a they had a studio in the back of their house where he had a full-on awesome. lithography press so he would have just every saturday his friends would get together and they would all bring something to the table and they would all learn from each other. It was a real like salon type situation. Yeah. It was great. That's the dream right there. I would love to have a mortar arts do someday. Well, that'd be Mm -hmm. awesome. Just to like, uh, you know, just do like a share Saturdays. Everyone show up, bring something to the table and we'll just talk shop and learn. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I did for a lot at, the yeah. studio I work and, at like I would come to the table with all these questions being a new photographer and now mm-hmm. I know way more than I will ever need to know about photography but I can pass that on to anybody that asks <laughs> like you know oh you need help uh-huh. Canon or Nikon yeah. this is what I've learned make that choice you know I can just I can help you with whatever you need right just let me know you know it's the whole mindset of abundance yeah. versus yes. scarcity exactly yeah, and the art stew is not a huge community, yeah, so if it ever gets big, maybe I'll have to deal with a few bad eggs. 
but right now. Yeah. <laughs> you have to get mean. Yeah. Uh, well, I think sometimes, <laughs> um, like we've had people join this too, and uh, not making a judgment on their work or anything like that, but just maybe didn't quite fit in with the aesthetic or the vibe or whatever you want to call it. But those mm-hmm. people don't stick around. They'll just, mm-hmm. they won't contribute or they'll just kind of, we just won't see them anymore. Mm-hmm. And there's been no like, right. oh, you treated me bad or I didn't feel accepted or whatever because yeah. there's really not a lot of that in the community. So it's just like, oh, it's not my yeah. vibe. I'm out. No harm done. And, and there's never mm-hmm. been an issue. Like it's never been a big deal. So. Mm-hmm. Well, my, uh, like, I would call myself an artist, but my aesthetic, I don't, it's pretty all over the place. And I'm actually working through, um, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to find my sweet spot too, because I started with uh, jewelry and and I've been working with beads for, for a long time, but I, what my thing I love to do is paint. So yeah. So I'm doing, I'm working on that. And, um, but I've, yeah, I'm not like a great artist or anything, but you guys are always super great about it. Nobody says, oh, God, you're not good enough to be in this group. We're, we're really talented, and you're just <laughs> well, trying to figure it out. Well, it's really what quite I've the opposite. Is you're going to be your worst critic more than anybody else. I mean, unless, like yeah. I said, there's somebody that's like mm-hmm. an online troll or something. Yeah, <laughs> a like, total yeah. asshole. You're going to be the one who had an, an, you envisioned what you wanted. You couldn't quite reach it because you're mm-hmm. still beginning. And you're going to be hard on yeah. yourself more than anyone else in the stew. All of us look at it. We don't know what you had in mind. And we're just like, yay, you just mm-hmm. look good. Yeah. I love it. I love your perspective on this or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or even yeah. just you did something if, rather than doing nothing yeah. because you were scared yeah. to do it. Well, it's like you just, you did this uh, painting recently with the, the big circles and it was, uh-huh, it was yeah. coming together. It looked great. And then I can't remember exactly you you well you say that <laughs> like you, you had added a color or added some rings I did. You're like yeah this looks horrible now and i'm like no it looks great keep going like i was on the other side being like it looks totally fine to me <laughs> i have no problem mm-hmm. failing i you cannot learn so if you're good. not willing to fail so no yeah. problem at all and i just actually I'm going to put a picture up later. I did a painting. Yeah. Of, like a portrait. And I mean, I loved doing yeah. it. It was so yeah. fun. It's not a good painting. I mean, I, but I learned yeah. a lot. Yeah. From yeah. It. Well, there's another yeah. artist that I follow. It's like a, it's like a first draft. Anyways, keep going. Exactly. Yeah, there's yes. another artist that I follow. Um, and she's not in the stew, but she was working on the, like this owl painting and working on the owl painting, working on the owl painting. Mm-hmm. And, it went through like three or four different iterations and she would like add a tree, then take out the tree, then add the moon, then add the moon and the tree, then take out the moon, then add stars, then take out the stars and add the tree again. Like it was just going through these, all these different visual, just visually changing almost completely. You know, the only thing constant was mm-hmm. the owl in the picture and everything she posted looked great to me. I'm like, this looks good. I like what you're doing with this. And then mm-hmm. she'd change it. And I'd like, Oh, I see what you did. It still looks great. <laughs> she finally finished it to whatever degree that she was going for. And like it it looked uh-huh. great. Like it looked good to me all the other times too. But the point is, is like obviously right. she was getting to something in her head 
that she wasn't achieving. And so yeah, when yeah, she yeah. finally reached it, then she was like, okay, now I can call it done. It's finished. This is what I was going for. But to an outsider who mm-hmm. doesn't have that vision, who doesn't even know what you're, you know, this, I mean, it looks great. Exactly. So, just like Ray said, you're often yeah. just your own worst critic because it's like, I don't know, you know, the standard that you want to reach and you're having trouble reaching that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. to an outsider, we're right, just right. excited to see you do work and be a part of the process, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just fun to watch yeah. creativity happen almost in real time. And so it's just like, no, we love what you're doing. Just keep doing what you're doing, you know. And I love that whole yeah. that I, whole I vibe, that whole philosophy is what we all should be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't let your fears of being yeah. bad stop you from doing something. Because you're not exactly. going to get good. It's just like... <laughs> You can't get good well, it was just like, thinking about um, it. To Ray's point at the beginning, like she couldn't sit down and write a fully formed, you know, young adult novel. And so it's like, oh, I'm not good at mm-hmm. this. Well, that's not how that works. You have to be bad first and right. then it gets better. It's just all about yes. the write, the rewrite, the edit, the rewrite, the edit, you know. And that's just mm-hmm. part of the fun of creating. Yeah. This wasn't a lot of Q&A. Do you, we just, as it seems like we just talked no. a lot. <laughs> Which I, yeah, I yeah. like. Well, I did ask yeah, questions really and good. I got some great answers. Did you guys have anything um, to add? I just like your point about how it's, it's almost um, fun for you to fail. I don't know if that was exactly what you said, but mm-hmm. um, that is something like I am learning to appreciate um, like when I started mm-hmm. doing crosshatch, my pen and ink work, I did that because it was almost like it came naturally to me. And I was like, I think a lot of artists mm-hmm. think that they need to be a genius or like it comes naturally to them. Mm-hmm. But Brandon has said right. before, and I'll never forget it, that you, um, oh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Oh, oh, Brandon, you've said before that your conversation with your mom she would always say i wish i could draw like you Mm -hmm, yeah but instead her art Mm -hmm. outlet was gardening and Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. could probably tell it better but well she was she does all these little like small little paintings on adirondack chair backs and stuff and and she does like these Mm -hmm. little butterflies or little daisy flowers and she she would call me Mm -hmm. and not complain per se but just be like if I could just paint like you, Ma, like Brandon, if I could just paint like you, you know, if you just lived here, you could do all these things for me. And I'm like, mom, mom, you can, you can paint. She's like, no, I'm not as good as you. I was like, no, no, no. You, it's mm-hmm. not, like being as good as I am has nothing to do with it. It just comes down to time. Like if you put in the time right. and really focus on it, you yeah. could get better. And then yeah. she was like, yeah, but I don't want to yeah, do that. I exactly. want to be gardening. Okay, well, then obviously that's not your passion. So the, yeah. what you're really right. saying is you just want me to move home <laughs> to paint all the things for you. <laughs> that's not what I'm going to do. But when she said that, it was it, it just uh, it stuck in my brain it, as mm-hmm. that's a lot of people's mentality. If I just had this talent, then it's not about talent. It's about putting in the time and the work. And just getting better and exactly. getting better. Yes. And for my mom, that wasn't right. painting. It's not her passion. Is it painting? Um, she just wants it to yeah. come easy. But um, yes. good work doesn't come easily. It comes with putting in practice. It comes in 
putting in yep, your hours yep, yep. and trying and failing and getting better and mm-hmm. learning. Being obsessed with it. Yeah, exactly. It's like you kind of have yeah. to be obsessed with it. Yeah. And you do. I often worry that I just, because I kind of put everything out there and I don't do a lot of like redraw or rewrite or rehash or whatever. I just, mm-hmm. I'm kind of a one and done person, even if it's not perfect. Uh-huh, I'm just like, yeah. that, this is out in the world. I'm right, moving right. on to the next thing because my mentality is mm-hmm. I've got too much other stuff that I want to do. And so, yeah, um, I'm like a yeah, finished, not that. perfect kind of, kind of person. But then often worry mm-hmm. later yeah. on, I'd be like, this could be so much better. Because a lot of my work could be better if I slowed down and took a little bit more time or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm too excited to, yeah, to yeah. do that. I'm just like, no, I want to get this done. This was fun. I drew this little design. Here you go. I hope you all like it. I'm on to the next thing. <laughs> and so, right. That's again. That's changing now with the cartoons, though. Yeah. Well, my point is, is like even with the after death, like I said, I'm not. I haven't sat down and written this whole thing out. I'm just going. I'm just going. Oh for yeah, it. yeah. That's mm-hmm. true. And making it happen. Yeah. You know. And um, but, but that's you could, the other extreme is like what we said, being so scared that it's not good enough to not put it out there. Exactly. And like the first, mm-hmm. the the zine that I did of the after death, the ghosts, the characters look completely not completely different, but they are drastically different than the way that I draw them now. You could mm-hmm. definitely see me evolve mm-hmm. from the very first render to what I yeah, do yeah. now. But I mean, if you look at Charles Schultz's mm-hmm. early stuff with Peanuts, Charlie Brown looks completely different than Charlie mm-hmm. Brown looks that we know. Yeah, 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 I love it. And I think that's okay. Um, don't mind seeing you progress and evolve if they're a fan of your work. So it's Mm-mm. like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna right. sit in my fear and be like, I can't put this out there because I'm sure it'll be better in a year. Just put it out there and exactly. your fans will yes, know yes. that you're going to get better. And they're along, they're, yeah. they're, they're down with that, you know? I love that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's a good point. Yeah. And to your, the point about your mom, she just wanted to have good paintings, but she didn't feel like putting the time in. And that's perfectly well, fine too. The funny too. thing is, is that my mom's work and she's not a painter, but she would do these little bitty stencil things mm-hmm. or she would do, you know, this, this, like I said, little butterfly or little daisy, and they looked fine. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the country chic, mm-hmm. shabby look that she's going for. Um, yeah. They're amateur, but they're cute. It's not like it, it doesn't detract mm-hmm. from whatever she's painting on, whether it's a paved stone or a chair or some little mural on, on a table. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Mom, this is good. This looks good. It's not as good as you. I was like, well, mom, yeah. you don't want people paying attention to like a fine art rendering of a magnolia on a table. <laughs> right. You're gonna cover that table with yeah. food anyway. Like <laughs> this is is cute. Yes. It works and yeah. it looks good. You're achieving what yes. you're doing. And having joy in it instead yeah. of like, yeah. oh, this comparing. Yeah. 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 I'm not good enough. I mean, I think really she's just trying mm-hmm. to guilt me into moving home and I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> Sorry. I love it. Well, this has been a very uh, fun talk with you I guys. I learned a lot. It, it was about time, so I'm glad. Yeah. And we can do it again when you guys, when we you progress. know, further down the road when you got more stuff going on. I'm oh, absolutely, yeah. We'd yeah. love to be back on. This has been yeah, a absolutely. blast. It's been great talking to you. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you guys for spending your uh, time with me. And uh, I can't wait to hear more about yeah, what you guys are doing. Yeah. yeah, we'd love to be back. Uh, You're very welcome let you know what we're up to and i'm going to put all the links to what you're doing in the show notes 
so so oh, everyone nice. can start following you. Yeah. We really yeah. appreciate it. This has been this has been awesome.